Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Class of 2020 series, where I'm having seniors on the podcast to talk about um, what this crazy time with the coronavirus has meant to them, and uh, you know what they're up to, and, and also some some Notre Dame memories, and um, you know what they're going to take away from their experience at at our school. Um, my guest on this podcast was Joe Witt. Joe is a senior from St. Louis, Missouri, who's majoring in international economics. Joe is also the senior class president. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, Joe, what's going on? It just turned into an incredibly nice day in St. Louis in a span of like 15 minutes, so I'm taking the call outside. Yeah, there you go. I'm uh, Got my sunglasses on. Yeah, I'm I'm in Jersey and it's like it's super nice here too. It's like 65 and sunny. I had I took classes outside today, um, which was super nice. How quickly did you go back after spring break? Um, so after spring break, I went back. So we got back from Jamaica on Friday, and then yeah. I went back on that Tuesday, I believe. So pretty quick. Yeah, no, it wasn't very long. We didn't get much time, but we did like a, we did like a final walk around campus, and you know, like um, I don't know, we went to all like the main spots, I guess, to like take sappy pictures, and yeah. What about you? Why was I um, at the same time, and then me and Evie drove back to South Bend Friday night. Uh, we didn't stay the night in Chicago, and then I left. I was planning on leaving Saturday, like the next day, and only take like a few things, like enough to live at home for like two or three weeks. And then I was kind of like, uh, just to be safe, I should just kind of move out of Roe because I live in Roe. And so then I took all day Saturday to to get my stuff ready and then left Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's it's um, I don't even know how long it's been at this point. I can't keep track of weeks or time or anything like that. Uh, are you, are you thinking about going back? Is that something you've thought about at all? I would like to eventually. I mean, it's all up. It's all up. I mean, everything is up in the air because, you know, there's no telling when this is going to be over. I get, I mean, you know, and all my friends in New York are kind of like, oh. It's about to like peak for us, and then once it starts going back down, we're gonna feel comfortable. But like in Missouri, they're like that could be for another two or three weeks till it peaks. So I'm like, uh, you know, do I stay with my family until that's over? Or yeah, what about you? Are you thinking about going back? Yeah, I'm kind of in a similar boat. I mean, I I would love to go back, and I for a while I thought I thought I definitely would. I was like, after Easter, I'm gonna go back. But I'm starting to I'm starting to doubt it a little bit. I think. I don't know. I, I I mean we're so in Jersey we're like on the same we're on the same timeline as New York City so we're yeah. we're peaking in like six days from now five or six okay. days um but I mean even like I wouldn't I don't know I don't feel great right now about the way things are and like the, I mean yeah. it's it's a curve so like you know logically a week after we hit the peak will be just as bad as it is like right now so so I don't know I mean um. You know, we'll we'll see. I guess we just see how it goes. But um, but how has how has the online class situation been for you? So I have so Clay Gibbs' economics education class is, is you know partially on online yeah. live. 
and that I do have one fully live class. And honestly, um, because what I'm about to say, I won't say what class it is, but before the online classes, it was my least favorite class. And it has kind of become my favorite class because and I can't explain it, but he has just done a really good job of, of kind of keeping the class the exact same. You know, it's a small 15-person class, all discussion, so it has to be live. And, yeah, I just think that he's done a good job. He utilizes Zoom really well in, like, the breakout rooms and, uh, and like, the material. Has, he's, he's been really good about, like, material continuity. So uh, it's been okay. The, like, my, the one class that is not live at all, I've had zero motivation to keep up with on the work whatsoever, so... Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that. One of my um, one of my teachers did this uh, um, this thing with like our uh, like in our in our class today. He kind of like asked us if we felt like things were going better, or worse, or kind of the same as they always have been. Um, and pretty much everybody said that they're they're going worse. So, like everyone was like, "This is not like real class. I'm not retaining yeah. material very well." So I don't know. I mean, it's um. It's not bad. I think it's just distracting being home is the main thing. Oh, yeah. And there's, I mean, a million, somehow there's a million different things to do at home, even though, you know, it's just, there's not a lot of us here, but there still seems like there's always some sort of home improvement project or something. Like, I'm, like, redoing my room right now. Like, why did, how did I decide to do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm the same. I'm, like, I cleaned out my garage. I, like... I'm, I'm like cleaning out my room, throwing stuff away. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's like it's like a big like quarantine spring cleaning type of yeah. thing. It's, and, it's actually really and, fun. And so, and so I I'm moving back home after well after virtual graduation. Or I guess I have moved back <laughs> home. I still haven't like what's the correct verbiage for that? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, so I have a job in St. Louis, and I'm just gonna live with my parents for a while. And my bedroom still looked like a five year old boy lived in it. So my mom was like, okay, you know, it's time take down the, the sports wallpaper and, you know, make a big boy room, essentially. <laughs> and, uh, so we were going to do that in June. I said my, my start date, it was, and I believe still is July, some like sometime in July. And we were going to do it in June, but we were like, Hey, we're doing absolutely nothing right now. So let's just get going. And, you know, finished it in the span of like five days when I imagine in June, it would have taken weeks for me to have, like find that same time and motivation to do it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I totally feel that. I mean, there are there are some positives that have come out of this, I guess. But um, besides, oh, yeah. like, besides your uh, your room cleaning and your home improvement, what have you been filling your days with? What does Joe Witt's life look like in quarantine? So uh, the biggest the, the, uh, the biggest change, I guess, the biggest thing I've been doing is that my sister uh, had my first nephew uh, six weeks ago. Oh, congratulations! Her, That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, and her husband is a nurse, and he, last Monday, so we could go today, he decided to go back to work uh, and just to be overcautious and safe. My sister and my nephew have moved in with us for the time being. Mm. So, which is, which is, of course, you know, really sad for my brother-in-law and my sister's obviously very upset about it, but it's been nice to have them around. You know, I'm, I, I'm the youngest of four, and the other two sisters live in Kansas City. They're in school in Kansas City. So without my sister and my nephew here, it would be me, my mom, and my dad. And I get along great with them, and they're amazing. But 
it would be it would get a little bored. So having the little six week old little guy is here is has been really nice. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And I guess like I mean if you if you didn't have this, I guess you would um you probably would have had like June to spend with him, but you wouldn't have nearly as much time because you would you know, you'd be in school right now and then you'd start work in July. So and that's and, and one of the ironic things is that instead of spending what turned out to be like my last few nights in South Bend in South Bend, I came to St. Louis before spring break that Wednesday through Saturday, because we left that, no, we left that Sunday and you left that Saturday. So I drove to Chicago that Saturday from St. Louis where I had been since Wednesday. I left right after our, um, economics class. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I missed that Thursday, Friday at school, which I would have gone out and had a good time. Right. Because I, I, I thought I wasn't going to see my nephew until <laughs> this, this upcoming week. I would have gotten back Thursday, like this upcoming Thursday. Instead, I've literally seen him every day since getting, getting back from spring break. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, that's like, uh, it is crazy though. Like you, you bring up a good point how we left for spring break thinking, you know, okay, this coronavirus thing is definitely an issue, but none of us thought it was even a possibility that classes would be canceled, and like, it wasn't like, um, like, you know when, I don't know, maybe you don't know, I don't know, what's Kansas City like in, or St. Louis like in terms of weather, but at least here, when a big snowstorm's coming, we all think, oh, maybe we'll get school off. You know, like, that's definitely a possibility. Maybe they'll cancel school because of the snow. It wasn't like that at all. Like, this is totally blindsided us. I... To think about, you know, we had just on, if you like, look on your Snapchat, you get your March recap, you know? Yeah. And my March 1st Snapchat is, a, you know, I sent it around as a joke. It's me pouring an emergency, like a pa- emergency packet into a cup of water and like chugging it and saying like, when there's coronavirus in Chicago. And it, <laughs> like, that was my joking attitude about yeah. it and then like me and like me and my roommate there's one that a snapchat that i saved me and my roommate like outside on a run on march 3rd it was like well we don't get the virus right Dude, like absolutely not taking it seriously whatsoever yeah yeah absolutely and, then, and yeah and we came back there was absolutely zero worry about me coming back from school and being around at that point my two-week-old nephew you know there was there was no thought about oh should like you haven't, you've been around a bunch of people at school now for 10 days or, and like, you know, whereas now if I were to do the same thing, I, we, they wouldn't let me see him for two weeks. Right. No, absolutely. I, and I was, it's funny. I was exactly the same in terms of being like, not taking it quite as serious as I should have been. Like even, um, a week or two before we went to spring break, I got super sick. Um, so my roommate, the guy I share a room with Andrew got the flu well, at least we, we think it's the flu. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure, but he got he he got something where he was really sick for a week, um, you know, fever type symptoms, just flu like symptoms, and I was like, oh no, I'm gonna get it, and I ended up getting it. And Andrew's from Corona, California, a town called Corona. So I I kept saying like, I guess this is the coronavirus, ha ha ha. But if I had gotten as sick as I was now. Like if that had, if that happened to me right now, I'd be mortified. Like uh, if I had any type of fever or flu-like symptoms, I'd be terrified. And back then, I was like, oh, you know, ha ha ha, maybe it's the coronavirus. It, you know, it's amazing. So I suppose like a similar thing happened to me. Uh, I, I, I my timeline for the past like month is is all around my nephew. So I was home in St. Louis when he was born on February twenty third, 
and then I went back to St. Louis um, March 5th, I guess. And that whole time, I was sick with a cough. <laughs> it's like, why? What is this late season cough? You know, I've been training for the half marathon, and at that point, was like running six miles a day. And I couldn't get 10 minutes on the treadmill without like getting short of breath and cough and like having a, a cough attack. And so then like a week ago, I hear the Florida governor say that it, he thinks like based on expert opinions that Corona is probably going around Florida since Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm like, oh, did what? I? I was like, did I like, honestly, did I, did we all have it unknowingly? Yeah, no, I've, I've thought the same thing. I, it's, it's wild. I mean, it's like, um. It's really crazy how much this has just changed my perceptions of everything. Like even I, like I'm watching Netflix lately, and and I'll, I'll there'll be a scene where like you know uh, the main character will meet like uh, someone he doesn't know very well and give them a hug, and I'm like oh no oh, oh don't do that like oh oh that's I'm I'm almost like a little bit anxious about it like oh look how look how close look at this big group of people like this shouldn't be happening it's it's like you know it's just a it's like it's like PTSD it's like we're like living through some kind of like watching. You know, watching whatever sports reruns they got on, and we're like, wow, people used to sit that close to each other. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm watching the they were doing like the Cavs Warriors reruns of the finals, and it's a packed stadium, and I'm like, look at all those people, they're all packed in there. What are you if know? One person is sick there, everyone's gonna. Get yeah, it. exactly, exactly. And then, and then you know when they when they started canceling the sports leagues when we were in Jamaica, we were like, well, this is stupid, and now it's like obviously they had to. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, uh, that was but, a no brainer. Oh, it's unreal. And yeah, we watch the, we're, we are now game show network people. That's all we've been watching. Yes. And you know, on family feud, they go up and shake each other's hands and yeah. we're like, well, that's never going to happen yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. We was watching, uh, I was, I'm watching Mad Men right now. And like, uh, they, they're, um, I'm up to the part where they, they're dealing with Honda and Honda's like a Japanese company. And so they bow to them instead of shaking hands. And I remember thinking, like, oh, I wonder if this is what it's going to look like. Are we going to start, like, bowing instead of shaking hands? I mean, it's way more sanitary. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you. So, you are the senior class president for Notre Dame. So, for, for at least for a couple more months. I know that was sort of cut short, but I wanted to ask you um, just what that whole experience has been like. What made you want to be, you know, student body president and, and what, what, you know, being president has been like for you. And, um, and I guess like, what is it like now, you know, if, if you have any type of role now in, you know, in, in our quarantine days as being this like figurehead at Notre Dame? Yeah. So it's, I love talking about this because I always say, and like, you know, job interviews and everything, I say it was my most influential experience at Notre Dame because it's been really fantastic. Uh, so freshman year, uh, the class officers like run class council, which is like a, a programming board and we do events and very little policy, which I love. Um, so freshman year, each um, dorm nominates its own class council office or, or class council person. Um, I think that's was Chris Nowicki's freshman year. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. Uh, and then out of that year, out of that group, you they elect the four officers. And I like, don't even know how I came to be president. It was kind of, you know, truly, I don't know, but I just really fell in love with it. And then go after that, um, you run as a ticket, president, vice president, 
treasurer and secretary. And, um, and that's when me and one of my very best friends, Lakshmi Sivanandan, who is vice president, um, we wanted to get sophomore year and the other two have kind of switched off the other years. Um, right now it's Ryan Doyle as treasurer and Gabby Meridian is secretary and they're amazing. Um, and actually if I, we, the class officers, unlike student body, um, we just like kind of stay officers mm -hmm. now. Once you're elected for senior year, you're kind of elected for life. So we do things kind of, kind of like assisting in planning of the reunions, uh, like more sad things like when, uh, when like a member of the class of 2020 dies, we'll have to uh, send flowers to the funeral home on like behalf of Notre Dame. So th things like that. So we, do, we carry over very, very basic and roles, but it's nice to, and, but okay. So now back to, the quarantine and Corona. Yeah. So we, it, I mean, it's kind of, it sucks. I, I mean, and then honestly, I've been talking to a lot of friends about like prioritizing, like what are, what are you most upset about in this crisis? And, you know, my roommate, you know, got a new girlfriend in November and they oh. are most likely not living in the same city next year. And oh, he's man. just like, he's just like, I, he's like, I'm most upset about this, but, I, he's like, I almost feel kind of bad or not quite. He, he's like, do, do I need to feel bad that I feel most upset about not getting time with my girlfriend? I'm like, no, like that's no, yeah. valid. Yeah, because totally. I am most, I'm most sad about not being able to spend all the money that I had stockpiled for class council for the last, <laughs> <laughs> for the last, for the last two months. We were, I mean, if we were really, and lack of better terms, going to fall out and, you know, just have a great time to, um, you know, they get more lax and lax as you go on. And, and, you know, as the people in student activities get to know you better and know you're a trustworthy person. So by the time you're senior year and you've been on class council all four years, it's, they are very open with any ideas that you have and what you want to do. And then of course there's senior week as well, which, um, senior week is under class council and there are two senior week chairs, but, uh, like as officers, we're definitely very involved. So that is, I mean, the hours and hours that we put in planning into that and now it's gone, which, Ugh. which sucks. But, uh, like my, we, the officers, the incoming officers are kind of not required, but highly suggested to stay for the previous year's senior week. So I stayed and worked, um, last year for 2019 senior week. And my mom kind of had a comment where she was like, trying to be very positive, like, Oh, at least you got to see what it was like and experience yeah. it. But I was like, Oh, but it made me even want ours more yeah. because it was looked so fun. And I just wanted to, you know, be, a senior in that moment because it looked, it was just so amazing. Um, but things happen and, and, you know, and, and, and it sucks, but the administration and then, so now kind of backtracking to, um, father Jenkins rec like requested to talk to us. I, was, I sent three weeks ago and that, and told us that he was hoping so the same kind of the same thing that he said in that video message he sent out that when commencement had not been called off yet, it was like, okay, we're not calling commencement yet. Cause we don't know what it's going to look like. We feel like it's really early. And then he told us on that phone call that, um, that he was going to call the rest of the semester of classes though. And then I think later that day was when everyone else got the email and then same thing happened for commencement. Um, uh, he called us and 
I feel like this was the day there was so much. I, I feel like the administration has been good about this, which is why the day that the email went out and with the petition that went around, I, mm-hmm. I was, I, I, for like the first time maybe ever, I was super defensive of the administration. So, um, what Jenkins ha- said on the phone, like in the midst of, he has just told us that, you know, our senior week and commencement weekend are canceled. So we are kind of in shock, but he was like, okay, we're proposing this Memorial Day 2021 and hoping that you guys have a role in planning this and that we will do whatever the students are interested in, whether it be a normal commencement weekend or um, what that weekend should look like. But that is your weekend. That's, that is a class of 2020's weekend to yeah. do whatever. And so that's why I feel like in the email, because it was definitely already drafted before our conversation, it's, it was very vague about what that would look like. And when people, there was that petition that went around that was like, oh, we want our commencement things and they're not promising us this. I think it's because they truly did think that we were going to feel that strongly about wanting the normal commencement, which honestly, if I have to be honest, I didn't think people were going to be that serious either. We're going to be out of college for a year yeah. working for, I'll, I'm going to have been working for 10 months. Am I going to want to get into a cap and gown at my old college and like walk around and like, you know, pop champagne in front of the dome? Like probably, yes, I will do that because <laughs> I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for things like that. But you know, that wasn't said right away because I'm sure they didn't think everyone was going to be like, yes, me as a 23, 24 year old, I want to get in there and wear my cap and gown. Yeah. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it, honestly, it's a good point you bring up. It, it has been a really, I think it's a tough time right now to be in charge of anything. Like, mm. you know, you talk about Notre Dame's administration, but even like, I remember when they canceled the NBA the day after, the day after they had canceled um, the season or suspended the season, there were people on Twitter tweeting at NBA owners who hadn't announced like a payment program for the stadium workers already. And I was like, it's been, it's been 12 hours. It's been like 12 or 15 hours since this all happened. And everyone is already on, you know, these leaders cases. And uh, I mean, eventually it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the right, the right idea. And it's, it's in the, you know, comes from a good place, but it's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. And especially, Huge things like that, you know, the logistics that were involved, and you know, they just sent out the the move out for people who were still on campus and those plans. And of course, it's not ideal, but they're working with what they have, you know. Right. And and this, you cannot, you can never make anyone ha- everyone happy normally, but especially now, you can't make everyone happy. And in fact, you're probably gonna make most people unhappy by any decision that you make. Right. No, it's 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 really tough. Um, I wanted to ask you, so as president, you're someone who, you have a really unique perspective on Notre Dame. You have, a, you have kind of this high-level view of Notre Dame as a place. Mm-hmm. Um, is there one thing that you would do, let's say you could wave your mag- magic wand and change one thing about Notre Dame, what do you think you would change about Notre Dame? I know it's a tough question kind of on the spot, but one, like, uh, can be broad, specific, anything really. I... There, and I, the, the number, I'm going to get the number wrong, and I'm going to get the source wrong, but it was a number that went around a bunch during the student body elections, like either our freshman or sophomore year, but I think it's, it, it still looks similar. Uh, it's something that, from the campus climate survey, and it's a small number, but it's still a significant number, so I would want to say somewhere around 7%. 
of people say that they have like not found community at Notre Dame in any way. Hmm. Wow. And which is honestly a high number, especially yeah. when you and, and for me, where I have found many different communities that is like hard to hear that there are some people that aren't having that same experience as me. So yeah, if I could wave a magic wand, it would be that, you know, for whatever reason, those people aren't finding communities that, you know, whether it be that the dorms become more inclusive in whatever ways or that, um, you know, the student, the big student orgs try to find programming that works towards them or, you know, that, that whether it be the clubs, like the more niche clubs, you know, work better in some way. And I, I that's the thing. I don't know what that looks like or how anyone would go about that, but I, I suppose that's what I would do. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a really good one. That's, that's really cool. I think, um, and I think that's a good one too, because I, it, uh, it's probably something that goes sort of unnoticed because people think of Notre Dame as this place that has already such a robust community, but there are people who are left behind a little bit and it's important that we remember them. And, you know, I, I also think that, you know, the people who are in like one significant community to them are in others as well. So we're, you know, me and you are probably like, okay, we have this, this, and this, and this, and we can list off what groups that we're a part of that we have friends and, you know, find purpose at Notre Dame. But yeah, for some people there's just none and it's hard to put ourselves in that, those shoes, but they exist. So yeah, absolutely. I want to do, um, I want to do favorite Notre Dame memory from you. <sighs> You're, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have, I know I'm, it's, it's so tough. I'm putting you on the spot because last time, so last podcast I did, I had Mark Brenniger on and I said that my favorite Notre Dame memory or one of them was the Miami game that we lost. Because our sophomore year, our sophomore year, I I just it, and I got a lot of like uh like hate from people because obviously we lost that game. Like, why is that your favorite memory? Um, but it was just one that that it was just an experience that was so powerful to me that it's one that I'll always remember, and so that's why I picked it. So I just say that to say like the question isn't you know the best thing that happened to you in Notre Dame. It's just kind of what will you take away? What's something you'll always remember? Um, I. So I was, I was abroad the first semester of our junior year, and so I missed the 12 and 0 season. So, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. Um, so I missed the 12 and 0 season, and but I went to the Cotton Bowl. Hmm. Um, and so many. Did you go to the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I was there. There were so many people there. And, you know, I wasn't expecting to see anyone until, like, mid-January, and all of my Chile friends were there, and all of my normal school friends were there, and all of, like, my senior friends were there, and my, all, like, you know, the Siegfried friends, and the student gov people, and that, and kind of, you know, the game sucked. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> but, so, like, in the same way that you picked Miami, I would take the Cotton Bowl game. Like, it was just seeing everyone and being around people, uh... I was also, it helped, like, I was, uh, you know, first kind of weekend out with friends. I was 21 back in the States. So, like, that was fun, too, of course. When, like, going around Dallas, it was, that was just such a fun night before and day of, although we lost the game. No, that, just amazing. that is such a good one. I, I just remember pregame, they, like, they had both the teams out and they were singing the national anthem 
and they rolled out the flag at AT and T, and they had the eagle flying around. And I remember being like, "This is my peak. This is the best it will get. This is fantastic. It was so good." And then, yeah. I mean, the game was tough, but like, I, I mean, it was just cool being around Notre Dame people. It was cool yeah, they they had us all together, and I remember there was like a. When we, that we can say we made the playoff in our oh yeah that, oh yeah it's so awesome oh it's so awesome it's it's the best it's like it, we're so lucky to have had that it's such a good one yeah um and have gotten to go to it wow yeah crazy. yeah no it was it was fantastic um that was really all I wanted to cover I mean um this was good though I'm it's good we got a chance to catch up good luck with all yeah. your uh, your online classes and hanging with your nephew and. Trying to make the most of it, you know. Hopefully, I'll hopefully I'll see you back in Notre Dame at some point. If it yeah, all, hopefully, hopefully it's all dies down. Crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. But uh, good luck with everything. Thanks so much for doing yeah. this. I appreciate it. You too. Stay healthy. You too. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So that was Joe Witt. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you enjoyed the pod, the podcast, please uh, leave a review, subscribe, all of that. Um, and thank you again for listening.